Well, what a good day it is for me today for you to join us on our Table Talk podcast. You know, I'm replacing Jackie today with somebody else that I love a whole bunch <laughs> named Matt Rogers. Sorry, I'm not better looking. Uh, well, that, that, yeah, you know, but Matt, looking good has never been a problem for you, but God bless thank you. God for you. But anyhow, Matt Rogers is somebody that Jackie and I love, our whole church family loves. He's part of the house here at Covenant Church. And uh, you can't see him, but one of his real good-looking sons, uh, Mason, is in the house with us. So uh, we're waving at Mason. Thank you for coming, Mason. And uh, But we want to talk today about how good Jesus is to us and what he allows us to bring and what he does when he comes in our heart. And, you know, what Matt does, and one of his, actually his uh, saying or, or his logo is bring heaven. And so last night at our love conference here, he, uh, Matt kicked it off. And one reason we wanted him to kick it off was is that he is part of the family here at Covenant. He's just part of who we are. He's part of the DNA of the house. Uh, of Covenant Church because, uh, number one, he's happy, he laughs, he loves, <laughs> he grows, and he belongs here. And so he encourages people, and he gets in their heart, and he and he helps people know that they have heaven in them and they can bring heaven. So yeah. how, Matt, in your life and you and Terry's life, actually. Oh, by the way, mm-hmm. let me give a shout-out to Terry. Terry, Mama, Mama T, that's Lord my wife, 18 years. Woo. She's She's the junior Jackie Pope. Ooh. So we are trying to be like you guys. You're very kind. You just celebrated 52 Two. years. Yeah, we December. just celebrated 18. So Congratulations. I aspire to be like you. We, But yes, I love you, babe. You I got a song on my heart about that. It only gets better. <laughs> it only gets better. It only gets better, especially when you bring heaven everywhere you go, whether you're in the mall, whether you're at your kid's soccer game, whether you're in your marriage. That's right. You know, I think when you talk about bringing heaven, and I honestly, I didn't get this revelation until about 10 years ago, and my life changed. I grew up in church. I said the prayer, asked Jesus into my heart at a young age, but I don't really remember going through my teen years and college years with any real power and authority, I knew Jesus was my Lord and Savior. Do you think you'd have went? To, do you think you would have uh, went to heaven if I at the time? At that time, if you if if you would have uh, taken your last breath in college, you yes. think you'd have gone to heaven? Yeah, because okay, yes, absolutely. Because but you wasn't bringing heaven to where you were. I wasn't bringing heaven to where I was. And right. there's a lot of Christians that are walking the earth, and they treat heaven as a destination. Wow. Instead of what it is, which is a kingdom, and mm. the kingdom of God is within, within us. us. Righteousness, peace, and joy. So instead of keep hoping for something one day when I get to heaven, when I get to heaven, I'll kick this addiction. When I get to heaven, then I'll be healed. Yes. When I get to heaven, then I won't be as tired. Uh-huh. All that stuff. Yeah. And Jesus didn't pay such a high price for you to continue Mm. to struggle and grit your teeth and grind and try to just be a better Christian. Like so many people are surviving when they should be thriving. And if you got a revelation that that the kingdom of heaven is within you, it's not somewhere you go one day. It's here. Like eternity begins the second you invite him into your life. Yeah. So we always preach like... Say a prayer so you can go to heaven one day, yeah. and then we wait and we go through hell for 50 years until yeah. we get to heaven one day. Yeah. But it's, heaven actually, what you're saying, this is how I picture it for, for my life. Heaven actually comes to you. Yes. Jesus left heaven 
to bring heaven into you and I, these clay earthen vessels. Good looking, of course, you know, earthen vessels. He brings them here. But, you know, Matt, and another thing I think about sometimes is this, you, about bringing heaven. You know, the Bible says our God is a consuming fire. And I think about one thing uh, I'm hoping we can talk about a little today is because in bringing heaven, you said everywhere you go, you just bring heaven. Right. And God's a consuming fire. And as he's a consuming fire, that means if he's in you, Christ is in you, then wherever you go, you're on fire. You really are. So heaven is on fire in you. Yeah. Heaven's on fire in me, and he's constantly, like, you got to love what he loves. And what does he love? He loves people. people. He paid the highest price for people. I'll put it this way. Last time I was here, you took me by the old folks' home, right. and, you, and you dropped off um, some poinsettias. Some Christmas gifts. Yes, right. Every room we walked by, Papa would lean over to me, and he'd be like, oh, that sister Susan, her husband's a good man. She did this, this. He would tell me all these things about these people, and then he would go love them. Jesus does the same thing when you're walking with him. You're in the mall. Hey, I, and this is when you get real close to him and you spend time with him. Papa told me these things about these people because he knew the people. Right. I'm sure Jesus knows everybody. He loved the people, and he wanted me to partake in the joy of giving them the poinsettia. What's right. my point? When you're walking through the mall with Jesus, he will tell you, Ooh. hey, that boy's name is Josh. Yeah. He's struggling with addiction. He's yeah. thinking about suicide. Go love him right now. Yes, he will. And you tell me that you don't walk up to that guy like, excuse me, is your name Josh? Ooh. Yeah, how, how did you know that? Hey, listen, God just highlighted you to me right now, yeah. and I know you've been struggling with some things, and I want you to know the earth is a better place with you in it. Don't ever think about taking your life. <laughs> how did you know like hey, it happens right. all the time and it's not because i have a gift of prophecy or a no you spend time with him come on the, it, you spend time, and the more you spend time with him the more heaven just gets deposited That's into right. you the more you, you realize what's inside of you and yeah. you release it and it's really fun like it's really fun walking with jesus yeah. and christianity yeah. is not boring no i promise you you know actually it it is so fulfilling that as you as you bring heaven as you go around and the bible says it's better to give than to receive and we're talking about bringing heaven to us but when you bring heaven and disperse it if you will and give it out the, uh, it's not that the lord breaks your heart but you can't help but overflow i mean sometimes you'll stand there and just cry and you'll think this is so much fun mm -hmm. and you're crying tears of joy thinking that god will let you participate and co-labor with him in saying hey you know what there's a God in heaven right. that wants to become your father and give you everything that Jesus Christ, his son, died for you to have. And when I think about that and think about how good God is and that he takes you, Matt, think about, I think about this, your mother. You, uh, I look so forward to meeting your mother in heaven. <laughs> right? I bet, you know, when I get to heaven, I'm going to look around, you know, after I greet my family that I know, you know what I mean? I agree, I'm going to look around and I'm going to say, I bet that's, are you Matt's mother? Huh? Are you Matt's mother? And so, uh, because, I, you know, you've told me so much about your mother, how she prayed for you. And your yeah. dad, of course, your dad's still uh, alive. And, and, yeah. and, you know, you love him. And he's influenced your life greatly. And part of the reason you're the man you are is because of your dad. But your mom, uh, you know, prayed for you a lot. Yes, yeah, she did. You know. she pray, Like, prayer changes everything. It's just why Jesus did it every single day. It's why the disciples asked him, 
how do you do that? How do you pray? Yeah, yeah. I always think it's fascinating. Yeah. They never asked him, how do you heal someone? Come on. How do you cast out a demon? Mm-hmm. How do you pull a coin out of a fish's mouth? They didn't ask him that. Uh-uh. They asked, how, how do you, you pray? How do you do that? Mm. He must have been doing something in prayer that was so mm. attractive to the disciples. They're like, I want that. So yeah. prayer, you know, we've all heard prayer changes things. Uh. Prayer opens doors. Prayer closes doors. Prayers gives you favor. So many things happen in prayer. And I, I, I wanted to go back to what I said, too, in case for people that are listening, is like, well, God never talks to me. Like, how can I walk through them all and, and, and find a Josh? Listen, that is a developmental relationship That's that right. gets more and more. Start with just looking at a person. That's right. Smiling. Like, if your heart has joy, your face should tell what's That's in right. your heart. And just ask somebody how you doing today oh, i'm doing fine no really how you like just invest 30 seconds of genuine attention into somebody mm-hmm. and watch what happens That's you'll right. never know what god opens the door because most people are just dying they're dying on the inside they're dying in their soul mm-hmm. and they're waiting for you to show up i yeah. always love this like i might be the only jesus someone sees today right. so i better represent him well i love that you know uh, Matt, you know my great-grandchildren. You, you know my grandchildren, but my great-grandchildren are the smaller ones now. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I've noticed this, and I think this is the way people are, and this is how you'll know who people are receptive to bring heaven to. And it's, uh, it's you can almost spot them. Because, uh, like, with the great-grandchildren, you know when they go to do something, they'll say, watch me. Yep. You know, watch me. Yeah. Every time it's like they climb up on this two-little-step sliding board, you know, like it's – Mount Everest, watch me. You know what I'm saying? They want you to watch them. But it's the same way if you'll notice. But what what people have to do is get over their own fear and intimidation to bring heaven. So that means that in your life, you do this extremely well. Because So how did you, is this a natural thing that you did? Your your personality, people, because they look at you, Matt. You're like, oh my God! You know, it's Matt. This is Matt Rogers. He's he's over the top. You know, now announcing in the Nissan Stadium. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he's over the top. But so, you don't always feel over the top. No, I mean, I feel more over the top now because you know it's like you really do change. Your joy really right. does change sure. when you're closer to him. Like, That's right. You know, and look. I am not perfect. I don't always get it right. And the Bible says if and when we do screw up, you, you repent, you change your mind. And you know, you know, I was battling like I was just kind of getting peeved with like angry in the last, you know, uh, about a month ago. Yeah. But all I did was like, you know what? This isn't me. I know this isn't you. Guys. I didn't have to go through this self-purge sozo thing and go through my childhood. Why am I so angry? Oh, my Lord. Like, I just made a decision. I don't want this anymore. And I repented. Repent means change your mind. I looked at both of my sons, my wife and my daughter. I said, I am sorry that I've been so angry. I really don't know why. Right. I have a couple ideas why, but it doesn't matter. I'm not going to be angry anymore. And I promise you, I have not felt an ounce of anger is that amazing i haven't had to fight it back i haven't had to try not to be angry i love that i just am and to to your point like how am i like this i think my mom was the best example for me she lit up a room every time she walked in yeah and she was like a magnet yeah and when you're a magnet when you draw people to you then Mm. they're gonna want to hear from you yes and i think a lot of people they come in talking and it's Uh, like whoa yeah to where when you can draw people towards you yeah. and then they actually 
want to hear what you say, yeah. your words hold so much more weight. And you, yeah. but at the end of the day, like a smile and a hug oh, can yeah. change the room. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, it's not always. Uh, I never do Saint Augustine. I'm not that old, you know, but I can read. <laughs> <laughs> I can read, and so uh, they say that Saint Augustine said this: that that uh, preach the gospel everywhere you go, and preach and speak if you must. And so I like the fact that that one thing you're saying here is it's your countenance. It's your countenance. And I think as Christians, one of the number one things we can work on is our smile. And, you know, we as a staff, we as a staff, we have gotten accountable to. Matter of fact, yesterday, somebody's sitting over here now, you know, Amber's sitting over here now. Because yesterday uh, we were sitting at the office and, you know, we've been uh, gearing up for this uh, love conference and all that. So we've all been pretty well, you know, stretched a little bit and busy. And so I, I was sitting there and we were talking about something. And undoubtedly I had a look about me. And so she says, Pastor, smile, right? So, so we actually are consciously <laughs> That's awesome. She's look, laughing right looking now. at each other saying, hey, tell your face, light it, let, let the world know. That, that you're alive yeah you know and and so we're doing that because who wants who wants to follow somebody that looks like they've been vaccinated with pickle juice <laughs> do you no i'm gonna use that one uh, i steal all my one-liners from you by the way i mean who, so so you know what because i think about this to bring heaven the bible says the joy of the lord is your strength yeah jesus said to, 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 the the joy the joy i have i'm giving you my joy says of uh that we're to have joy inexpressible and be full of glory so how do we not notify the world how do we notify the world that heaven has been brought to us and you do that so well and so i was gonna here's here's why here's the game changer for everybody listening i can sit here and tell you jesus loves you god loves you and everyone would be like yes yes i know that everybody knows that jesus loves them that god loves them Mm -hmm. There's a difference between knowing God loves you and being loved by God. Oh, that's good. When you that's good. experience God's love, yeah. it changes everything. It's, uh, in, it's, in, it's, it's possible it's for you to know God loves you yeah. and not love other people. That's true. It is impossible for you to be loved by God and not love other people. Mm-mm-mm. I go through, and not Covenant Church, but I go to a lot of churches where there's a lot of Christians and there is not a lot of love. Uh. And it's kind of like, and you can tell, but they got the fish bumper sticker on their car mm-hmm. and they got the Jesus shirt on. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you know, 1 John 4, 7, 8 says, we know this, we learned it as kids. Yeah, beloved, let us love, love, love one, one another. another. Love is of God and everyone that loveth is born of God. And he that loveth not. Here's the key. He who loveth not knoweth not God for God is love, which basically means if you don't love people, you don't know God. Sure. doesn't say you're not a minister. It doesn't say you don't have a church attendance. It doesn't say you start a ministry. It doesn't say you went to Israel and got baptized in the Jordan. It just says you don't know him. Don't know him. So there's a difference between knowing about God and knowing him because when you know him, the game changes, and it's so much more than a prayer to get out of hell. It's so much more. You know, Actually, you know, to me, the love of God is tangible. People, you know, I can't, Jesus isn't here. He sent the Holy Spirit back. And the Holy Spirit is a spirit. And you can't touch a spirit. But I, and I can't see the wind, but I see the effects 
of the wind. I, I feel the effects of the wind. That's a good analogy. You know, and, and, and just recently, Matt, you know this recently that uh, uh, a couple of days ago, you know, and I, I've, been, I've been following the Lord, you know, the best I know how for a pretty good while. But just two days ago, and this is how the Lord is, you know, he just keeps unfolded. He's so mad. I mean, there's no, I try to say how big God is and I stumble. <laughs> I mean, how are you going to describe his, how big God is? And I stumble. And then I found one little part of one verse that says, that, that, that it says, Song of Solomon says, your voice is lovely in prayer. And it hit me and changed my whole entire prayer life. That to think that God loves my voice in prayer. So when I understand that, and when you understand that, I really believe, Matt, that when people understand that God died to bring heaven to us, and as we realize, like you say, he brought his love to us, and we received that love, and that's what I'm believing for you today. As you've heard us today on this podcast, as you're listening today, or if you're seeing it or if you're hearing it with your ears, that you've got to know the love of God fixes everything. Love never fails and my right. prayer for you today as you've heard matt today talk about bringing heaven as we've talked about you heard some scriptures i just believe today that you're gonna sense the tangible presence of god i believe that with my entire being as our voice comes across the airwaves the sound waves hits your eardrum and you hear these words that that the lord will speak to you and say i love you I care for you no matter what situation you're in, no matter what harsh words have been said to you, no matter how you've messed up. I love you, I forgive you, and I have a plan for you. And I believe that with all my heart because nobody can bring heaven to you like the Son of God has right. brought heaven to you, Jesus Christ. If you don't mind, Matt, I just want you to uh, pray a bring heaven prayer to the folks that are listening. Whatever's on your heart, ever how you want to pray, whether it's to, just to pray a blessing over them, just whatever the Lord leads you, ever how to pray for them, okay? Yeah, well, before I pray, you can't bring something or give something that you don't have or that you don't carry. So we're asking you to bring heaven. It's almost kind of like give heaven is what right. we're saying. But you can't give something that you don't have. So I'm going to pray that. But more so, there's a difference for those of you who are parents or for those of you who are married. There's a difference between you telling your husband how much you love them or you telling your kids, I'm so proud of you. But when they say it back to you, it mm. does something. When your kids say, I'm proud of you, mom, mm. you're the best mom in the world. Or when your husband says you look really pretty today, or your wife says, thank you for supporting our family. You do such a great job, babe. That does something different to you than when you say it. What's my point? All of us talk to God, mm. but very few of us, have God talk back to us. Mm. That's the game changer. So I'm going to pray, Father, right now, and stretch your hand towards the screen if this is something that you want. Father, I thank you for who you are. And I thank you that right now, as they have their hands stretched forward for that first act of receiving you, I pray right now that you speak mm. to them. Tell them something that you like about them because you do like them. Let them feel your spirit. Let them hear your words in their heart. Because once you deposit that into them, then they will have the confidence to release it. So my prayer is that they receive your voice in their hearts right now and they hear from heaven. 
so they can bring it everywhere they go. I thank you for being faithful, and I thank you for those that stretch their hand out that they receive a word from you. In Jesus' name, name. amen. Amen. So thank you for joining us today. So, Matt, if people want to sort of follow you or look you up, and uh, by the way, Matt is, he is uh, one of our best friends in the world, brother in the world that we love. He is, he's one of the best, but uh, he also is the voice, he is the voice of the Tennessee Titans. He is a runner-up on, what's the name of that show? I never know those shows. What's the name of that? American Idol. American Idol, yeah, one of those. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) he also, he's a Rose Bowl winner, and uh, I played for the Satilla Bulldogs, actually, in grammar school. You won the Kumquat Bowl, didn't you? The Kumquat Bowl. (laughs) How do you spell that? Would you spell that, please? (laughs) And so, uh, yeah. And so, oh, one other thing. He actually has hosted on the Discovery Channel. So I'm not not saying that to be facetious. I'm just saying, you know what? He actually has brought heaven to a lot of places, and he does it very well. And I'm extremely blessed by his life and the fact that he does carry Jesus with him everywhere he goes. So love you, Daddy. If if they want to follow you and sort of – Hey, what about if they could get some of this Bring Heaven yeah, material? Please. This is uh, bringheaven.us, and yeah. there's stuff for everyone. You'll absolutely love it, bringheaven.us. And then if you want to follow me, and I do answer back and connect with people, everything, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, everything is Matt Rogers USA, M-A-T-T-R-O-G-E-R-S-U-S-A. U-S-A. God bless you. We love you.